everyone standing on your feet really quickly, just really quickly. If you didn't know, uh, for, for roughly about 20 years, I was a senior pastor. Um, so I'm just going to act like I'm at church. Is that all right? All right. So for, first thing is, um, if the Lord's been good to you at all this week, I just want you to wave one hand. Just wave one hand. Just wave one hand. Come on, let's look all the way around. Now I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. That means you got to swivel your neck. You got to talk to your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, the Lord's been good to me. Good, 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 good. Now, 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 if the Lord's been real good to you, I want you to wave both hands. Wave both hands. Even up in the balcony. Come on, wave both hands. Wave both hands. Come on, even the sound ticks. Come on. Now, if the Lord's been real good to you, I want you to go look at another neighbor and say, neighbor. Say it like me. Oh, neighbor. The Lord's been real good to me. All right, all right. We almost there. We almost there. We almost there. Now, Regina, when I was a kid, I grew up, I loved Frosted Flakes. Anybody like Frosted Flakes? There's a character on the box that, I mean, he loves Frosted Flakes. Uh, uh, to the point, Scott, that, that he would say that, Frost, he didn't say it was good, he didn't say it was real good. He said Frosted Flakes were there he is. There it is. I think I have somebody in the room. Now, if Tony can get so excited about Frosted Flakes, why can't we get excited about our God the same way? God's not just good. He's not just real good. But is there anybody that knows that the Lord is great? Yeah. If the Lord's been great to you, I dare you to, at the count of three, make some noise all over this place. One, two, three. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. You're going to sit down in just a second. I have 21 minutes. And um, first off, I want to honor, I, I just say the angel of this house because he, not only is he the president, but he's the pastor of this, this church, this school. And can I just honor my friend, Pastor Scott Hagen? And then all of the students here, I want you to honor all of our faculty that's here in the room. Come on. God bless you. Uh, quickly, uh, we were in our meeting on August. We were in our meeting in August. And um, when we first started out, and, and, and I was praying to the Lord. I said, Lord, what is the word for the year? God gives me for, for the last, I told you I was pastoring for 20 years. So for the last about 10 years, the Lord's given me a word to preach. And I preached the word the entire year. And I said, Lord, what is the word for this year? We're getting ready to start school. And I know I usually don't pray this getting ready until January. But the Lord, I was praying and we were going into our first faculty and staff meeting. And out of nowhere, Dr. Brathwaite stood up and said, I don't know why I'm saying this. But the Lord put this on my heart, this scripture on my heart. And he goes to 1 Peter chapter five and he goes after you suffer a while the Lord will restore you and he went on through that scripture and I said God I'm praying and here you go sending the answer on the other side of the room and so my word for the whole year has been restoration someone shout restoration 
I've come to let somebody know in here on today that whatever the enemy has tried to steal, God in this season is restoring it all back. I, okay, if you're not excited about that, that means you haven't lost anything. But is there anybody in here that's lost a few things and you want God to restore it? If that's you, just shout, Lord, restore unto me. All right. Let me read real fast and then I'll let you sit down. Second Kings chapter 7. Uh, beginning at verse 1. You ready to read? It said, then Elisha said, listen to the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow about this time, a measure of fine flour will be sold for a shekel. Two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. The royal officer on whose hand the king was leaning answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord should make windows in heaven, could this thing be? Then he said, Behold, you will see it with your own eyes, but you will not eat of it. Someone shout restoration. restoration. You may be seated. Lord, bless this word and bless your people through this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Just to give you a backdrop to this word and this scripture, uh, it doesn't sound like much when you look at this because Elisha is talking about flour and barley. But if we go back and see the context of this scripture, has anybody ever read in Kings? Good. If you do Old Testament study and Old Testament survey or monarchy and captivity, I don't know what they call it here, but you will understand and start learning about this. And the prophet Elisha, who is now uh, the, the, the protege of, of Elijah, he's now come on the scene and here is what's happening. Now there's what we call a man-made famine. Anybody know what a famine is? That is when that basically everything in the whole city, in, in the whole country is cut off. It's nothing good. It's dry. It's, it's, no, it's, 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 it's barren. The land does not produce. But the difference here is because that there was captivity that came in. And now it's a man-made famine because the kings have stopped up everything in Samaria. So it was to the point, if we go back one chapter, can I just give you a little bit of, of, of the historical content there? If we go back a chapter, it was so bad. It was so bad, Hector, that there was, the king was walking on his wall. He was walking on the wall, and, he, and, and there was a lady that runs up to him and says, Oh, king, oh, king, it's so bad that we have to pay top dollar for donkey brain. And, 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 and just a little bit less than that, we have to pay for dove dung. Y'all know what that is? Have you ever been driving down the, wind, the, 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 driving down the freeway and, and a bird poops on your, on your, and you skeet it off? They were paying top dollar. They were paying filet mignon price for what we scrape off the window. Yeah, that's, that's the look I was waiting for. 
Donkey brain is what they were is what they were eating. And so it got so bad that two women who had babies, they came to agreement. If we boil and bake and, and, and fry and, 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 and barbecue your baby on tonight, eat the baby, then tomorrow we'll barbecue and, and bacon and, and fry your baby tomorrow. They came to agreement, and so today the one woman, she said, okay, they dine sumptuously on a baby because of a man-made famine. That's how bad it had gotten them in the land. It was so bad, Gina, that they had to eat the child. Could you imagine her, her eating her own child so she could live every bite taking a cry? Every bite taken, cry. But to make matters worse, nephews and nieces, they got up the next day and the other woman fled, took her baby and fled. She broke the bargain. She broke the deal. She goes to the king. So the woman who they ate their, their child, she runs to the king and says, king, oh, king, it's gotten so deplorable. And the woman has not upheld her end of the bargain. What are we going to do? The king then responds and he rents his clothes and cries out to the Lord, why God, how long, how long? Okay, maybe can I pause here parenthetically? Have you ever been going through something so bad and you sat there and you find yourself in the floor just laying out, crying out to God, how long, oh God? How long do I have to go through this? How long do I have? Lord, how long? And guess what? It's not even a God-sent famine. It's a man-made famine. I just wanted to give the context because this is how bad it has gotten. We travel all the way down to the end of chapter 6. The king sends all of his goons to Elisha because he's like, I'm sick of Elisha. We're going to go kill him because every time he opens up his mouth, we have to suffer. And here is Elisha. <laughs> I love Elisha. He just has that attitude like, I don't care. He goes, they come up to his house. They come to his house. They knock on the door. They're saying, Elisha, the king wants you dead. And Elisha says, eh. Okay, all right, all right. About this time tomorrow, it's what, 1120. Hmm. About this time tomorrow, there's going to be fine barley. There's going to be wheat. It's going to be flour. And it's going to be cheap. About this time, y'all don't understand. About this time tomorrow, you're not going to have to pay top dollar Ruth Chris. Manny's or Morton's, I don't know if we have Morton's here. For a donkey brain, this time tomorrow, you can go to the Dollar Tree. You can go to the Dollar Tree, Dollar General, you go to any dollar store. Matter of fact, we're going to bring the dollar store to the gate of Samaria, and everything that you desired will be there for cheap. This time tomorrow, let me pause here and let me say this. When God sends a word from the Lord, always trust his word. 
Okay, I'm going to come over here and see if you hear it over this side. When God sends a word from the Lord through the man or the woman of God, always trust his word. Okay, y'all didn't pay attention over here. Let me go up here and see. Let me see if the balcony here. I'm going to say it one more time. When God sends a word from the Lord, always, someone shout always, always. trust his word. I like to say it like this. I've been saying this for about 15 years. Trust isn't trust until you have to trust. I know, I know. You're sitting there saying, oh, I trust you, girl. I trust you. Oh, honey, I trust you. I trust you. It's not trust until they're out of your sight. Until you have to now trust them when you can't trace them. So here it is. Elisha is saying, as sure as I am a man of God, tomorrow about this time, everything's going to turn around. I want to let somebody know in here, matter of fact, I just want to, can I just release this prophetically over the house? That some of you have been dealing with some issues. You came back with a smile on your face. But if the truth be told, underneath that smile, you're still trying to figure things out. I want to let you know if you yield it to God today, that God said about this time tomorrow, you're going to have a miraculous turnaround. Now, that's only for about 30 of y'all who are going to really understand that. But let me, let, me, let, me, let me go back to last semester. Why did I say that? Because last semester, uh, Mother Tennyson, I call her Mother Tennyson, Mother Tennyson was here. And she released miracle signs and wonders in this house. And it was in response to the prayer of revival that the president had. On that Friday, she pulls me over to this corner, right over here. After God had exploded in this place. And she came over here, and Jeff, this is what she said. She, she grabbed me. She grabbed me like this, and she said, come here. Because she's short. She said, come here. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, son, do you know what is happening here? I said, I believe it's revival. She said, yes, but son, there has to be fire that keeps burning. I said, well, yes, ma'am. She said, and then she pulled me back down. She said, son. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you know what fire needs? I said, what does it need? She said, it needs wind. I said, well, yes, Lord. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. She said, wind is the Holy Ghost. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, they should pull me down again. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you know what else it needs? I said, what does it need? She said, it needs wood. She said, wood is the word of God. She pulled me back down one more time, and I said, ma'am, she said, you keep giving the wood. I said, well, ma'am, pass, pass me another log to put on the fire. So when I got to preach, I had a whole different sermon. While we were worshiping, God gave me this. And he said that if there's anyone in here that needs a miracle, this is the place where miracle signs and wonders shall, not will, might, might, it shall come to pass. 
just as sure as Elisha said that in 24 hours, an impossible thing will become possible. Now, I only got eight minutes, so let me hurry up and cut through this text. Is anybody getting anything out of this this morning? Here is for those of you who feel like you're not worthy. For those of you who feel like it's impossible for you. You don't know. You don't know what I did over the break. You don't know what I've been going through. You don't understand the relationships I've had. You don't know what I had to deal with back home. I just barely made it here. God is saying he's going to use you even when you look and feel like you're cursed to be a blessing not only to yourself but to everybody around you. While Elisha, watch this, while Elisha is speaking here, all the way over here at the gate of Samaria are four lepers. Four lepers are standing at the gate. Now watch this. Inside of Samaria, all the Assyrian army are in there. They have everything, they have everything trapped up. They got all of the barley. They got all of the flour, all of the riches. They got everything locked up. And so the, the, the lepers, now if you know anything about lepers, you can't go by past the gate. You have to wear clothes that demark you as a leper. There was a bell that rang that you had to ring and say, I am unclean. I am unclean. I am unclean. But these four lepers said, hold up, dog. We are standing here at the gate. And ain't nobody got no food. Either we sit here and die. Oh, we go into the city and maybe, maybe they might have mercy on us. And watch this. If they don't, at least we try. And we die trying. Okay, here's, here's for a few of you all. I don't want you to go into this semester and say, oh, man, I'm not even good enough. I can't even make this class. I'm not even going to try. No, no. No, if you try, my dad used to say it like this, nothing beats a failure but a try. Here we go. So they go into the city. <laughs> Four lepers go into the city. Oh, I wish I Here's the thing. Vinny, I was thinking about this because lepers knew that they're not supposed to go anywhere. But there was something peculiar about these lepers. If you go back to chapter 5, you find the story of Naaman. Y'all remember Naaman? Naaman, that's the one that Elisha says, go dip in the dirty river Jordan seven times. Okay? And he had, Elisha had a man by, that was his armor bearer by the name of Gehazi. Gehazi went and chased after Naaman because Elisha wouldn't take any of Naaman's money. And so Gehazi runs, runs after and chases and gets Naaman and, say, and he lies. And says, give me, we have some prophets to come. They need some money. They need garments. And they get all of this stuff. And then he goes and hides it. He runs back to Elisha and says, Elisha says, where you been, Gehazi? He said, oh, you know, I just went running. He said, no, you lying. He said, now that you've lied, the same leprosy that was on Naaman is befalled upon you and your children. Four of them. 
Now, let's go over to chapter 7. <laughs> Why is it that they do not stay put? Because they are not lifetime lepers. They're new to this. They are used to being in the king's palace. They are used to going after and seeing miracles. They are used to. So Gehazi, who is now a nameless leper, says, if we go into the city, God still might do a miracle. There's someone in here that you see miracles happen. But now you need God to do a miracle for you. <laughs> Here's the last thing. Guys, come on up. Let's get ready to worship. They're going to the city. It's four lepers. But here's what the army's here. It's four men, but they sound like horses and chariots. Every time they got a step closer. They heard armies, but it was only four people going in. They get into the city, and Jeff, no one's there. Because God blesses movement. Go to D. D. Are you in D? Hey, come on, Holy Ghost. Just stay right there. I'm going to take you there in a second. God blesses movement. Someone shout this. God blesses movement. It is the movement, Genesis, that caused God to move. When they got in the city, they found so many riches that they went and buried it twice. Before they said, you know what? This isn't even right. This blessing is bigger than just me. This is for the whole city. This next level of miracle is going to be so much bigger than your issue. It's going to be for your whole dorm room. It's going to be for your whole floor. It's going to be for the whole campus. Matter of fact, it's going matter of fact, when I, when I count for, to three, I want you to shout out your home state. One, two, three. It's going to be for your home state. But it requires movement. So I'm going to count to three. And at the count of three, I don't want you to walk. I want you to charge this altar. I said that in Africa once. I was preaching in there and they had to, I was 400 pounds then. And they lifted me up off the ground because the people ran so hard because their faith is so big. Y'all ain't going to have to pick me up this time. At the count of three, I want you to run down here to this altar and charge heaven, hear me, with every request that you need him to do. 
because we're going to proclaim about this time tomorrow. The miracle is going to begin in us. One. Two. Y'all come from the balcony. Two. Three. Let's go. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. Oh, waymaker, miracle worker, promise. Come on, come on, come on. Charge the heavens, charge the heavens. We're proclaiming miracle signs and wonders. Miracle work, promise. Come on. That is. Come on, sing it from wherever you are. Come on. Waymaker. Promise. That is. Help me say, that is who you are. Come on. That is who you are. Come on, lift up your cares before the Lord. Yeah. That is who. That is who. Waymaker. Come on. That is. Oh, touch right now in the name of Jesus. Touch right now in the name of Jesus. Move at every point of need. That is who you are. Oh, move at every point of need in Jesus' name. Every point of need, Jesus. Supply the miracle in Jesus' name. Oh, that is who you are. Fresh Come on, no music, no music, no music. Waymaker, come on. Waymaker. Cry out before the God of kings. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. Come on. Oh, Waymaker. One more time, Waymaker. Cry out. Cry out, O Zion. 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 Wait, wait, wait. Even when I can't see him, you working. You never stop. Come on. Even when I can't. Oh, even when I can't. You never stop. Come on, let's hang it up. 
Let's raise the roof on this place. Come on. Even when. Even when. Even when can't see him, you working. Even when I can't see him, you working. Even when I can't feel him, you working. Tell me, way make miracle. One more time, way maker. Lifting those hands all over this place, lifting those hands. Lifting, lifting, lifting. The Bible says if you cast your cares upon him, he will care for you. President Scott, I've been to Africa several times and I see, I've seen blind eyes open. I've seen deaf ears open. I've seen people healed from AIDS and cancer. And I kept saying, Lord, why you can do it in Africa and not here? He said, you got to stir up their faith. If anybody in here just has enough faith to believe that God can do the impossible, I believe that he will do everything you ask. So the next 10 seconds, I just want you to lift up your voice and cry before God. Whatever it is that you need, your family needs, this is the hour that God wants to send revival. Come on, lift up your voice. See, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Open up your mouth. Waymaker, Waymaker. I want you to sing it without no music because I want you to take this home with you. Come on. Waymaker. Come on, open your mouth, musicians.
Come on, Waymaker. We got to go to class, but we got one more time. Waymaker. That is who you are. Lord, bless your people. Let revival break loose on this campus, in dorm rooms, in classrooms, in offices. Let your Holy Spirit fall. Rest on us. And Lord, let there be testimonies that about this time tomorrow, you start turning things around. Restore us in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise.